The Fantasy Hockey Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today and receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app today. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head over to BetterFantasy.com backslash SGPN. That's BetterFantasy.com backslash SGPN. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io backslash SGPN. That's SoBet.io backslash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Hello and welcome in to the Fantasy Hockey Podcast presented by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I am your host, Justin Bruni. Joining me as always is my co-host, my co-host excuse me, Nicholas Olzak. How are we doing, sir? Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Uh, tough week of fantasy this week, but uh, hoping to rebound from that. Uh, you gave me a tough loss. What was it, like 574 to 499? Yeah. It was a numbers. it was a butt whooping. It was a butt whooping, but uh, you re- you were rallying back. You know, you you definitely mm-hmm. trimmed the margin there. I think you got it down to like thirty five or forty points or so. So mm-hmm. you know, t- you were you were trying to take care of business, but yeah, ultimately, you know, still going to come out on top this week. I'm going to be uh, eight and eight after this week. I'm seven and eight now. How are you going to be looking? I will be thirteen and three after this week. I will still hold yeah. second place, but. There's a few teams that are starting to creep up on me slowly but surely, so I got to tr- do my best to hold my position in the league. Right, so you'll be fine. You'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, Sunday evening, February thirteenth. Uh, Nick, we got the Super Bowl here. Uh, wh- what are you thinking? Who's going to take home this game? Um, originally, I thought it was going to be uh, Joe Burrow and the mm-hmm. Bengals, but uh, right now, you know, coming into halftime, I like the Rams right now. Uh, yeah. It sucks what happened to OBJ. Took a hard hit. Hope he's all right. But yeah. um, no, Matthew Stafford looks like he's buzzing, um, playing in front of a home crowd. That's definitely a big thing for them. But so yeah, right now I like the Rams to take this one. Yeah, should be a good finish. They're only by three, and uh, it's a Super Bowl, so that's really all we want. It's just a really good game, really good, uh, really good finish all the way to to the end. So for sure. All right, enough, enough of the NFL. Let's get back to our fantasy hockey. We're going to be jumping into some uh, Week 17 waiver wire options, guys. That are going to get you off to a good start uh, for Week 17 and maybe close down the season. Uh, first off, Nick, we're looking at this top line uh, for the Buffalo Sabres. Uh, Jeff Skinner, Tage Thompson, and Alex Tuck. All three are readily available in um, uh, on Yahoo platforms. Excuse me. Uh, Skinner himself, he has 13 points in his last 10 games. Alex Tuck, 11 points in his last 10, and Tage Thompson, 10 out of his last 10 or 10 points out of his last 10 games. Any of these guys standing out to you? Obviously, they're on the Sabres. Not a great team, uh, but all three of these guys are clicking. They're, they got plenty of offense rolling. Skinner today had a four-goal uh, and one-assist game. He had a 41-point fantasy game up against Montreal. Where are you buying here or staying away? Um, right now, so far, I like Jeff Skinner. Um, 
He's another guy, like you said, on the top line, getting a lot of those ice time. And 41 points. He sounds like the Mason Marchment that we talked about last week ah. that just kind of come out, comes out of nowhere. But, uh, mm-hmm. no, his uh, his production's been uh, decently consistent over the last few games. While the team isn't doing phenomenal, he's still managing to put up numbers. And one of the things I think that uh, Michael I noticed about him is he is on the first power play. And being mm-hmm. a left-handed shot on the right side, he's going to open himself up to more one-timers and more scoring opportunities. So, yeah, out of that group, I'd probably have to say Jeff Skinner for that reason. I think you're onto something there because his shot totals have been soaring. Uh, his last uh, five or six games here, 6-4, 2-7-4, Had a game, 18 minutes of ice time, nothing really happened. Wasn't minus, wasn't positive, no shots on goal. Two games, two games before that, four and six shots on net. So he's been hit, uh, clicking at a high rate. I like Alex Tuck as well. Eleven points in his last ten games. Tage Thompson, he's probably the last guy, you know, of the three. You know, if I had to rank them, I would go, you know, Skinner, then Tuck, then Thompson. You know, Skinner, he is owned in nineteen percent of Yahoo platforms. Tuck, thirty-eight percent, and Tage Thompson, thirty-six. So oddly enough, Skinner's the guy that's going to be uh, most available, the, at least the way it looks right now. Um, but what I like most about all three of these guys, Nick, is for week 17, they have four games, the right. 15th, the 17th, the 19th and 20th. And they're pretty decent matchups outside of the avalanche on the 19th. So you have the Islanders on the 15th this coming Tuesday, uh, Thursday, they'll have Ottawa. Uh, what is that Saturday? And then Sunday to close out Colorado and Columbus, pretty good matchups. Three out of four, I'd say is pretty solid. So, you know, if you're in a league where, you know, you don't have everyday waivers, you know, these guys could be some solid options for you. Four starts isn't isn't much to kick around here. Um, let's see, like I said, Tuck was at 38%. Tace Thompson at 36 as well. All of these guys are neg- negative on the year except for Alex Tuck. Do you think that that gives him any more upside? Obviously, he hasn't been there all season long, but since coming on, he's six goals, eight assists, and plus five. Like, does that give you any more upside over the other guys? Um, I think it does give you some upside be- just because he's coming into this new team. He's finally starting to get a rhythm, finally starting to find a groove going. And I think maybe if he keeps something up like this long term, he might be someone that you grab for Dynasty next year. Because if he's going to consistently mm-hmm. put up those numbers and play on those top lines, then I think he could be someone that you for sure grab. So yeah, there is definitely some upside for him for sure. All right, sounds good. I mean, I, I like all these guys, but like I said, I think Tage Thompson's probably the the one on the outside looking in, but he has had some nice production. Today, he's, he scored a goal, was a plus two, um, had one shot on goal and a block. In his last game he uh, before today, two assists. The game before that, one assist. So, you know, he, he's hitting at a nice rate as well, getting a lot of ice time. He's a first-line center for them. So, uh, he, And he also has that nice versatility of the lineup center left wing and right wing as well so there's some upside there but you got to take the good or the bad with him and he just doesn't seem as sound or as consistent of a player as tuck in my opinion for sure all right next up we have a valerie nashushkin of the colorado avalanche uh still playing on that second line um alongside kadri and burakovsky nashushkin eight points in his last eight games you know pretty solid here uh trading between goals and assists uh, only 31% rostered on uh, Yahoo platforms, Nick. Is he, is he a buy option for you? Are you picking him up? I think he's someone that's for sure a buy option because you look at this Colorado Avalanche team. They're similar to the Florida Panthers team. All four lines are always firing on all cylinders. And the choose mm-hmm. complaint on that second line, he's also firing. Down the stretch, his worst game in terms of shots on goal, he only had two shots, and that was January 22nd. But every right. game since then, 
he's had three shots or more. And then a couple games ago, even put up seven. So he's someone that's getting those minutes. He's uh, getting the shots, putting up a lot of solid production. So, yeah, I think he's definitely a really good add. And while he is on the second power play, I don't exa- exactly know how much uh, the Avalanche are using their second power play. But nonetheless, he is there. He is going to get those opportunities there. And another thing, like we talked about with Paige Thompson, Yashushkin plays left and right wing, so you can move him around mm-hmm. a lot, opposed to some players where they only play one position or they're locked in on one spot. So, yeah, fire me up some value in Yashushkin all day. Along Alongside him on line two, you have Nazem Kadri and Andre Burakovsky. Kadri, in his last eight games, has 11 points, so he's been playing well with Nashushkin as well. Burakovsky, just three points. So it looks like Nashush and uh, Kadri, they've been, um, they've been linking up. They've been playing well together. For sure, yeah. Next up, a name that we uh, mentioned on our last show, Matt Murray. Uh, guy's just been playing out of his mind for the Ottawa Senators. He is goaltender number two in total fantasy production across the last 30 days with four wins, 15 goals against, 268 saves. Uh, the saves is the sixth most. For comparison, Jacob Markstrom is number one in the last 30 days. He has about like 18 or 19 more points than Murray from first to second place, but he has double the amount of wins. He has eight wins to Matt Murray's four wins across the last month just to really show you how well he's playing. You know, if you look at his last one, two, three, four, five starts here, he's let up two goals or less and just a ton of saves, 35, 42, 32, 37, 27, 32. Had a shutout in that mix as well. Uh, Nick, any objection here? I mean, he was given the day off today, but again, this week, you got another four games, 15, 17, 19, and 20, I got to imagine he's playing three out of these four, if at worst, a split. Yeah, I think there's definitely a lot of upside for Matt Murray for sure. I believe he started off the year, he was like 0 7 and 1 or something with like a four or five goals against average and below 900 save percentage, right around 85, 86%. So right mm-hmm. away, he was someone I know the Ottawa fans were not happy with. I think they tried to put him on waivers and try to send him down to the minors and do all this stuff with him. But now he's back and he's going back to that 2017 form almost when he was playing in the Stanley cup finals with Pittsburgh, where he was just shut down, um, stopping everything really mm-hmm. led them to that win that Stanley cup. But um, for right now, yeah, he's someone you definitely go to. You look at his shots on goal. It's definitely there. Ottawa doesn't exactly play the best defense considering mm-hmm. uh, they're one at the bottom of the league for a lot of the defensive categories. So most of the games he is going to see upwards of 30, 40 shots a game. And if you look at the schedule coming up, you've got St. Louis, Buffalo, New York, and Boston. So let's say he plays all the hard games. So he plays New York, Boston, Buffalo. Then he's going to see a lot of shots in those games. I could see him in those games seeing 35-plus shots. So even mm-hmm. if he does kind of uh, fall off of uh, his recent success in terms of his goals against, He's still going to be a guy that sees a lot of shots, makes a lot of saves. So, yeah, there's definitely a lot of upside for Matt Murray. Don't really see any reason why you shouldn't get him. And at only 32% rostered, he's someone that might be available in your league. However, at 22% rostered in the last day, he's someone that's going quick. So you got to get on him now. Well, the last day's nice and all, but he's been on this run for the past month. Like I said, the last 30 days, he's a top five goaltender. He's number two. He's top three. What am I saying? I mean, the guy's been on an absolute tear here. Great opportunity playing with a team like the Senators who don't play defense. They give up a ton of shots, clearly. They've given up over 30 shots in their last uh, four games straight here 
four out of, four out of their last five games, excuse me, where he's started, they've given up over 30 shots, and that one where they missed was at 27. So, mm-hmm. yeah, lots of opportunity here, lots to scoop up, 32% rostered. People aren't, aren't paying attention out there. Anton Forsberg got to start today on the 13th. I expect Matt Murray to be back in net on the 15th, and then maybe we pivot from there. Maybe they give Forsberg, you know, the the break, you know, the reprieve for Murray right. up against Buffalo, and then they bring Murray back for Boston and, and the Rangers. I think that's a nice way to play it. But, you know, they may not. They may just say, hey, screw it. Let's give Murray four starts straight. That hasn't mm-hmm. happened, but you never know. He's, he's gotten back to bats. Uh, he just did uh, Pittsburgh and Boston back-to-back, and he combined in those games for 37 total fantasy points. So a lot to like there. And across those two games, he only let up three goals. So uh, he's, on a, he's on a great little run here. Definitely a must-own until he gives you multiple games of negative production or reasons to, uh, to drop him. <clears throat> All right, next up, we've got a run at the Calgary Flames here, kind of similar to what, how we started with the uh, Buffalo Sabres. We're going to start with Mikel Backlund, who's – on another nice on, ah, another player on another nice run here excuse me it's been a long day been up since uh you know seven in the morning doing super bowl shows uh mm-hmm. Mikel backland six points in his last five games playing alongside blake coleman and andrew is it magna or Magnapani? mangiapani 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 mm-hmm. has seven points in his last five games backland six out of uh six points out of his last five as well coleman six points out of his last five so the whole line is clicking um magna Payne or whatever you know he's probably gonna be less available might be available in some leagues but he's on a nice little tear uh i mean i'm gonna be get to their defenseman here soon here i mean a lot of this roster is playing really well right now they've won i believe six straight is that is that correct um yes six straight so let's start with backland I, I, to me he, f- he seems like a perfect buy candidate for this week they've got three games not quite four but they've got three yeah, I think uh, Backlund is definitely a buy candidate for sure. Um, the schedule being Calgary playing at the high caliber they are, they've got Columbus, Anaheim, Seattle, Winnipeg coming up. All winnable games for this team that's been just yep. electric overall. Um, Backlund getting the ice time on the second line, like you said. Um, he's on the second power play, too, with uh, Mangiapani and Milan Lucic, which mm-hmm. uh, could be very interesting putting Lucic there. But, um, no, they're getting Use it done. size. Yeah, they got the size in front of the net, but uh, they're getting it done. They're putting the puck in the back of the net, winning hockey games, and Backlund's playing a big role in it. And so I would take Backlund for sure. And one thing I'd like to point out is uh, Calgary, with how hot they've been, they're someone easily stackable in DFS. You could easily stack a bunch of guys from Calgary in a game coming up against Columbus um, on the 15th. I think that could be very profitable. Yeah, I, I, I like it. I think he's someone you should be uh, looking to add. I love these matchups. Like Nick said, Columbus, Anaheim, Seattle should all be high scoring for Week 17. Uh, Winnipeg definitely, you know, plays at a little bit of a slower rate, but you know that's on to Week 18. So uh, jump on this run uh, if you can grab Coleman or um, uh, Magna Payne or Moncompany, whatever. Get a, grab either of those guys. They're also on good runs as well. Like I said, Coleman six points in his last five. Uh, Magna Payne seven out of his last five as well. So the line just tearing it up. For sure. Let's jump to. Uh, the defensive side of things, we got Chris Tanev, Noah Hannafin, and Oliver Shillington. All on great runs right now. We'll start with Hanif- or Tanev. Tanev, I think, is like top five for most fantasy points across the last like two weeks. It's, uh, his last game, he had a goal. Or last four games, he has at least two goals and five assists. I mean, the production's been crazy. 13.9, 12.8, 7. 
uh, 28.8, 5.6 fantasy points in each of those games in his last six games here. He's only 3% rostered, Nick. Yeah, I think uh, you hit it right on the nail for sure. I think the 3% rostered, he's definitely someone that you got to get on right away, especially being on this Calgary Flames team. A lot going on on uh, all four lines, all three uh, D pairs. So, yeah, I think you definitely fire up some Chris Tanev. And, again, like I talked about before, their schedule is very favorable. Easily can take four wins out of this uh, next span of four games. And I think uh, Tanev can be a good big uh, contributor to that. I like to see his shots on goal go up. Um, He's not really shooting the puck as much, but I don't expect a lot. He is more of a defensive defenseman. And so he plays really shut down hockey. Uh, He gets a decent amount of blocks down the stretch. And, uh, yeah, I like Tanner for sure as someone that uh, you can add, drop, maybe hold on to if he does well. But, yeah, fire up some Chris Tanner. Playing really well recently. Love it. Same thing goes for Noah Hannafin and Oliver Shillington. Anything that you see between those two players that would say, okay, you know what, I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on Tanev, you know, that's gonna fade. I'm gonna rely more on uh, Shillington or Hannafin. Shillington, twenty six percent rostered, Hannafin nine percent. So Hannafin's a little bit closer to uh, to Tanev. Mm-hmm. Well, I like what I'm getting out of Shillington uh, because I've he's bounced on and off my roster all year for the most part. Um, he's just bounced around the league, quite frankly, and. I have accepted him as someone that's not a long-term guy. He is an ad drop kind of guy because he w- he produces in spurts where one spurt he'll start producing a lot, get a lot of points going, a lot of production, then he'll start to fall off for a second. Then you think, okay, how can I really hold on to this guy And if he's not producing at the rate I'd like? In terms of mm-hmm. Noah Hannafin, um, I actually picked him up yesterday. Had a decent game for me. Um, I was very sad to have to drop him but at the end of the day you got to do what you got to do to get those games and get those points in for your team but i right. love noah hanfin's numbers his ice time slightly better and um yeah if i were to pick between the two i would definitely say uh hanfin for sure while they are both on the power play um hanfin just has slightly more consistency and a little bit more ice time so yeah that's why i like hanfin yeah i mean shillington has a fair amount of ice time as well he's hit over 19 minutes and four out of his last five. So he's been he's been playing in, uh, a lot of time as well. Hannafin has hit that 23 mark uh, a little bit more consistently over the 19 as well. So I hear you there. I hear you. So funny how these guys are just mismatched in, um, like in roster rating, you know, like Tanner right. at 3%, you know, getting a ton of time, and maybe even more than Shillington, actually, now that I'm looking at it. Yeah, it is. Shillington mm-hmm. does have the least amount of time, actually. I was thinking that was going to be the other way around. But twenty six percent rostered. I don't. I don't know. That's that's going to be interesting to see how they uh, continue to go back and forth on production. Uh, Shillington has a goal and an assist, at, at least one in uh, five straight games. At least a goal or an assist in five straight games. Gets the puck to the net. Doesn't have as many blocks as these uh, these other guys in Hannafin and Tanev. So all three are solid options. I think that at least one of them will be available for you this week. Like I said, they have three starts: uh, Columbus, Anaheim, and Seattle. So definitely some guys you want to peel back here uh, for this upcoming week. All right, last guy on the ad side of things, we have Alex Galenchuk of the Arizona Coyotes. He's on a nice little run here. He has uh, five points in his last five games. He's playing on line two with Phil Kessel. Uh, Kessel has three points in his last five, and Kraus has just one point in his last five. So Galenchuk is really carrying the load here. Uh, has a, a goal in four out of his last five games. Are you ready to continue to ride his hot hand, Nick? 
Um, he is definitely someone I would just get as an ad drop guy as of right now. Um, I mm-hmm. don't see like there's don't get me wrong, there's a lot of upside as of recently, but down the stretch, I just don't see someone uh like him being someone you would hold long term. I think uh I just don't like Arizona in terms of mm-hmm. uh having reliable guys on there. Like there's a couple guys that I would grab out of that team long term maybe. Maybe like a Shane Gossespierre or Nick Schmaltz, but outside of that, there's no one on that team that I really trust to produce at a consistent rate. So yeah, I would definitely get him as an ad drop guy, but like one or two games of him going cold, I would get rid of him right away. All right, that's that's fair. That's fair, and I think that's a really practical way to play his run right now. Like I said, four goals out of his last five games, and that in those last five games, he also has one assist. Getting the puck to the net with a little bit more regularity these last three games has a total of nine shots. Uh, doesn't really do much on defense, no blocks. Like I said, plays on that second line with uh, Phil Kessel and Lawson Kraus. So yeah, like Nick said, just run him until he's until uh, he runs out of gas, pretty much. You know, once he gives you an easy reason to drop him, he's a, he's a good uh, swap guy for sure. All right, let's move over to the um, sell or drop side uh, of the waiver wire discussion here. Uh, But before we do, let's hit a quick word from our sponsors. Are you ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, sports from the NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, and of course, college football. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. Check out the bet $5 to win 400 in free bets. Also, you can win a VIP trip to Shaq's Funhouse in Los Angeles. Bet $20 on WinBet's Build Your Own Bet feature and earn a chance to win a once-in-a-lifetime experience for the big game. You and three guests will receive a VIP experience at Shaq's Funhouse, two nights at Win Las Vegas, a $5,000 free bet at Win Las Vegas Sportsbook, and a $5,000 travel credit. You can't beat it. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Are you ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer, risk-free, $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. See a ticket you like but think the price is too high? Submit a bid for a price you think is fair, then buy it. You can always find the best odds because you're buying directly from other bettors, just like yourself. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit, and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you're not using PropSwap, then you're missing out. Okay, and we're back. We are looking at sell and drop candidates in fantasy hockey. Uh, first up here, Nick, I have Andrew Kopp of the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, he plays on line two for them alongside Kyle Connor and Cole. Uh, is it Perfetti? Perfetti? Perfetti. 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 No, no extra in there. Mm-hmm. Alongside Perfetti and Connor. Kopp's uh, not doing much of much. I believe he's got uh, one point in his last, uh, no, two points in his last nine games. Not looking very good. Uh, 51% rostered on Yahoo platform, still has 12 goals and 16 assists on the season. Seems like a fat, juicy drop candidate for me, Nick. What do you think? Is he going to turn it around? Um, 
as of right now, I don't think he's going to turn it around. The team, they've won a couple games as of recently, but they're not really putting the puck in the back of the net as much as we would like to see. You know, going down the stretch in January, they were letting up three, four, five goals a game. Well, they're starting to get mm-hmm. slightly better now. They're still dropping a lot of games, and it's showing that they are lacking offensively. And Andrew copying one of those guys lacking offensively. So I would definitely drop him right away because I don't see you being able to trade him and get uh, anything back at all. Yeah, to me, he's he's a he's a big drop candidate. I don't think you can get anything back in a trade right now. Um, but in you know daily waivers, he's definitely a guy that's going off, going off your roster. Um, even in weekly, I feel like you know this team is just playing so bad right now. You really need to see them kind kind of completely turn around as a whole unit before you start trusting a guy like a uh, like Cobb. For sure, yeah. All right, next up, we've got uh, Tim Stetzel of the Ottawa Senators. He is 44% rostered, has three points in his last eight games. Not looking too good, has no points in his last three games. One point, minus 1.1, minus four. You know, this is kind of the territory that comes with playing on the Senators here. We've seen Connor Brown look pretty good recently, but is Tim Stetzel someone that you would still trust? Uh, as of right now, no. Um, the only one... That I would really trust on uh, Ottawa's Matt Murray, um, but okay. out, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on this uh, offense here, I mean they got Brady Kachuk who is all right, but Tim Stutzel he's still young, still growing into the league, being a first line center. I don't think he's adjusted well to that, especially playing mm-hmm. on the Senators team. Not a lot of offense there. The team around him isn't firing. Uh, his plus minus is very bubbly, very fair. Um, right, not. Plus, not minus, just kind of right in the middle. So there's not really a lot of upside there. So, yeah, I don't really see any reason to keep this guy around on your fantasy roster. And I think, yeah, if you for sure drop him. He's a big drop candidate for me. Again, someone that you probably aren't going to be able to sell. Not going to be much value there to making a move. Other than maybe, like, you know, he's young. He, he's got some age on him. So maybe in Dynasty sure. you could sell him off. Mm-hmm. But um, tough to say what's going to happen with uh, some of those younger guys on, uh, on the Senators long term. Mm-hmm. All right. Next up, we've got our guy, Ryan Hartman, taking a turn to negative town. Uh, there is has been some production. He has uh, three three points in his last 10 games, but the shots on goal aren't there. The blocks aren't there. The ice time's there. The ownership rate is there. But that early season Ryan Hartman production that we were so accustomed to and enjoying and making money on, I might add, you know, in those shot on goal props, you know, pretty consistently, uh, it's just not there anymore. You know, definitely not putting any money uh, or shillings on him here recently. That's for sure. Yeah, looking at Ryan Hartman right now, um, his numbers just aren't there. Um, down the stretch, I don't think he's really getting any more than like four or five fantasy points a game. And while mm-hmm. the team around him is doing very well, he's not doing well at all, opposite to uh, a lot of the other guys we covered. So I think that definitely adds for a lot of concern there. And so, yeah, I think he's someone that you would drop right away. If everyone else around him is doing well and he's not producing anything, I don't see any point of holding on to him. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, next guy up we have is Matthew uh, Barzal of the New York Islanders. Kind of a weird one here. Barzal's been uh, you know, pretty solid in recent years, but it doesn't have the greatest run here. I believe he has, was it one, two, three, four, five? He has six, uh, actually seven points in his last t- uh, 10 games, but he's not really doing anything with it. He only has one game over 10 fantasy points here. That was on January 25th, so nothing in the month of February. Uh, it's been a bad February for him. Only three points so far through uh, six games. He's just uh, he's getting scored on a lot. You know, he's a minus three through his last four starts here. 
Uh, let's see, that's a minus five. Yeah, minus four if you go back another couple of starts to uh, six last six starts. So uh, it hasn't been looking good. Getting to the puck to the net, but hasn't been scoring. Uh, gets a lot of minutes, 80% rostered. Minus eight on the year, though, Nick. What do you think? Um, I think I don't think he's a drop candidate yet. I think he's one of the few in our list that isn't. Because being Matt mm-hmm. Barzell, he is one of the guys that we talk about all the time, has a lot of name brand value, the name brand of being Matt Barzell. And so mm-hmm. I think you can definitely get something back in return. I think maybe you could I could see something like a Matthew Barzell for a Taylor Hall straight up. Taylor Hall mm-hmm. being one of those guys that's been very streaky throughout the year. He'll be on a good run for a couple of games, but then after that, he's ice cold. You know all about that, him being on your fantasy team on and off this year. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you could definitely move him for something like that. Um, I would like also an Elias Pettersson, too. He's a guy that's also kind of in the same boat with him this year, kind of been right. on and off this year. I think uh, that would be a decent trade for both sides, both uh, straight center positions. So, uh yeah, I still think there's some value there, but uh, you got to play uh, your cards right if you want to get something decent back. I'd like to see the Islanders shake up that first line. They've got Cal Clutterbuck on the first line with Anders Lee and, and Barzell. Like, why not, you know, Josh Bailey or Zach Parisi mm-hmm. or Oliver Wallstrom? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. get a pure, you know, scoring line. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't really understand where where that's coming from, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. Barzell definitely has some name brand to him. You could definitely sell him off and get uh, get a nice little return if that's something you want to do. You could just bet on the Islanders bouncing back here. Could just be another situation where oh, you know, just on a bad run, you know. But I don't know. It's kind of shaky to me. They're only really beating bad teams, you know, mm-hmm. uh, since the twenty first of January. Arizona win, uh, uh, Philly win. Uh, Flyers, they've been really bad. Ottawa, four to one win. Vancouver, six to three. Like these are all bad teams. Like they're losing to some bad teams too. Um, I guess I shouldn't call Calgary. They've been on fire. Uh, LA, they're two and they lost two to three. Um, no, I guess some of these teams are pretty good. Minnesota, Seattle, they got shut out by Seattle. That was bad. And Barzal was a minus three in that game. Minus three in fantasy. Minus two on the ice. So definitely a situation to monitor there with the Islanders. Um, I think you mentioned Anders Lee. Yeah, on and off my team all year. Not doing anything on that top line. No scoring. All right, next up we've got uh, Cam Fowler, who is still 41% rostered. He's coming off a pretty bad game. He's minus three. Game before that, he played 26 minutes and was a minus one. Games before that, he had a nice he had a nice run. Five, 17, six, and 12 points. Or do you think he's going to turn around from this, uh, this quick um, low? You know, are the highs on the way back up? You know, I think if anyone in our list that would turn it around, I think Cam Fowler would be one of those guys. Um, being on Ana- a team like Anaheim, Anaheim, they've had a very solid comeback year. You know, the emergence on offensive, Trevor Zegris, defensively mm-hmm. guys like uh, Kevin Shattenkirk and Jamie Drysdale stepping up. They're going in the right direction for sure. Cam Fowler being a go-to on that uh, first D pair with Josh Mahora and uh, being a go-to on the uh, second power play. And he's getting a lot of ice time, too. Probably the most out of uh, any of the guys on our list. Some of the games, uh, he's get hitting uh, over 28 minutes. So, yeah, between 22 to 28 minutes a game, he's playing a lot. He's still going to get more chances, more opportunities to produce. So I would hold on to him for a little bit longer, in my opinion, because I think he could rebound for sure. All right, fair enough, fair enough. Uh, he gets the puck to the net with regularity, and he gets a lot of blocks, so those things should always hold up his game. He uh, just needs to you know, try and stay in the box score, that's all. You know, He's gone three games, no assists, no goals. Um, before that, he had you know four points in four games, so you know, just 
need him to stay on that pace. Uh, for me, he would be a drop candidate, you know, in everyday waivers. You know, if, if you're in weekly waivers, probably going to wind up being a hold candidate. You know, he still uh, has a lot of upside to, you know, provide that offense. So, uh, next guy up, you had already mentioned actually, Shane Ghost is fair, uh, 40% rostered uh, with the Arizona Coyotes, of course. He's got no points in, was it six games? Yeah, six, no points in his last six games. Out of his last five games, two of those he's finished with minus negative 2.2 fantasy points. It's not looking good. Uh, Ghost seems like a drop. Um, yeah, I can't argue with that there. Uh, he's had his hot and cold spans. I know there's a few times in the season where he's really heated up, gotten some uh, production going. But right now, this Arizona team around him, uh, his other, uh, the offensive front of him, uh, the other defensemen they've got, um, they're definitely a rebuilding team. Don't see a lot of upside here with a rebuilding team like that as well. You can see looking at his numbers, his plus minus is not going to be all that. That's really mm-hmm. going to bring him down. Looking at it like zero, one, minus one, zero, minus three, minus two in his last five games. So there's really nothing keeping uh, got to spare on my roster. That's for sure. Yeah, just just needs that uh, offensive production. Got to stay positive. Doesn't have any of it. You know, the upside just really isn't there. I've had him on my team a few times this season. You know, just on and off. He had a nice little run there from the 25th through the 29th, but clearly cooling off. He's a guy that has a lot of opportunity. He plays a ton of minutes. You know, you just got to keep things going in the right direction. Right now, it is going the opposite. So, yeah, stay away from Ghost, uh, sell or drop candidate for sure. And then last up here, and we're going to head out, we're going to head back to the Super Bowl. We've got Evan Rodriguez of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, We've talked about him before, I think, in uh, maybe even back-to-back episodes. Um, You know, he was someone that I was thinking was going to turn it around, or at least had the upside to turn around. He had such a strong start to the season. He's got three points in his last 10 games. The minutes aren't there. He's playing on the third line. I mean, has all hope faded for Rodriguez, Nick? I think all hope has. um, Not many fantasy players... Uh, succeed on the third line and can be consistent with a lot of the guys because on your fantasy team you generally stack up with guys that are on the top six and the power play mm-hmm. top two and 4d starting goalies and so being in that bottom six not really producing i don't really see any upside for rodriguez at all because it was unfortunate too because at the beginning of the year with no crosby and no malkin he really kind of put the team on his shoulders started playing some really right. solid hockey but now that those guys are back He's almost taken a step back, if you will. It's moved uh, to a lower role, and uh, it's showed in his uh, play. So, yeah, I have no sympathy for uh, Evan Rodriguez. Yeah, it's unfortunate, um, but he gone. 47% rostered, a bit too high. Uh, minus seven across the last day. So, obviously, people are starting to figure it out. There's, you know, hey, where did my minutes go? Because they are gone. Uh, he doesn't have over 17 minutes in his last uh, seven games. So not much to like here. Definitely a big drop candidate. He's still 15, 18 and plus eight on the year. Like it's all, it's all front heavy. You know, you know what I mean? Uh, he, ha- he doesn't have an assist, um, in his last two games had one, uh, three games ago, excuse me. And then before that he had two assists on January 25th, another guy that's off to a pretty bad February. So, uh, wish him the best, but yeah, he's off my team. Uh, I'm definitely a huge drop candidate for me. Evan Rodriguez still hoping for the best for him. All right, that's all that we have for this episode. Uh, Nick, let everybody know where they can find you on Twitter, and we're going to head out. Yeah, check me out uh, at FaceOffWithOZ on Twitter. Talk about fantasy, sports betting, anything uh, anything and everything hockey. Got any questions, be sure to reach out. 
and I look forward to hearing from you guys. Yep. Take care. Be well, everybody. You can find me on Twitter at T-I-T-T-H-J-B. Take care. Be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. We'll see you next week.